Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Hold up, the clock stopped with 35 seconds to go. The Giants by one point. Oh, it's gut-wrenching stuff. You can feel the suspense. It's knocked down to Green. There was no room to manoeuvre. He makes a pretense of trying to get clear. He's happy with the status quo. 29 seconds. The Giants lead by a point. Mumford and Hickey with whatever's left. Hickey tries once and tries twice. Bruin hacks it out of there. Advantage Giants. Charging out of defence and overrunning it was O'Riordan. Sproul came through and Toby Green is clipped. And there's 13 seconds to go. They shouldn't lose it from here. McCartan nearly knocked him into next week. He might, he probably won't be there anyway, Toby. The siren is going to sound. It might be an anticlimactic finish after all of that. It was set up. Somehow the Giants have withstood it all. The Swans have blown their chances. The Giants advance to a semi-final. Finals football in Tasmania arrives with a bang. And that's gut-wrenching stuff for the heartbroken Swans who can't believe they've fallen short. Scores were level at quarter time. The Giants led by 23 at the half, by 19 at three-quarter time. They stopped dead. They added one behind in the last quarter, but the Swans kicked two goals, seven, and the Giants win it by a point. For the winners, Green kicked three. There's two each for Hogan, Himmelberg, and Sproul with singles to Taranto and Lloyd. For Heaney, he booted four in the second half. Franklin kicked three in the first half. Papley booted two, and Bell kicked one. And for the fifth time in six years, the Giants win a final. And that is one hell of a derby at the end. It is just worth, before we launch into the full analysis, so the last six scores of the games are all Swans behinds. Hickey directly in front, 45 out, regulation shot missed. Wicks hits the post. Bell hits the post. A rush behind. Lance Franklin with the shot you would have set him up for from 58 across the face. And a rush behind with a whisker in it. And no last chance. Wow. Uh, What what an incredible game. And so many stories within it. And we'll be speaking about this for the next week, and rightly so. I go back to the game a month or so ago, round 18, they, they kicked 16 points in the second half, the Giants. They were down, they were up by 30 points at halftime. There were so many similarities. Up by 23 points today and everything going right. He kicked nine goals to that stage. 
They kicked two goals, seven in the second half and completely stopped. Hutto, you called it perfectly to start that last quarter. Are they doing this on purpose or yeah. the Swans, there was a complete change of style? It was a brave performance. I don't want to take anything away from the Giants. The last quarter really concerned me. But what a brilliant game of football and this rivalry that's been growing for a period of time. That's the third final they've played against each other. Each time the Giants have taken the points, it was good. There were some really, really good signs. There'll be a couple of stories with the Toby Green stuff that'll yeah. get discussed at the right time. Like the Swans will be distraught. Distraught. They had yeah. so many opportunities in that last quarter. As I look at the inside 50s again in particular, 17-7 to 7 oh. in the last quarter alone for two goals, seven. And in total, 65 to 45, 20 more inside 50s, yet they lose by a point. It is such a gamble to try to hold on yeah. so far out. Why, why do they do that, it? That, that would not have been discussed at three-quarter time. At no stage as a coach or as a leadership group do you say, hey, let's try and maintain but possession for 18 minutes. Callum Ward pulled up yeah. at that yeah. time. Yeah. And that Seven was, minutes to go. Yeah. I'd put that down as poor game awareness. Yeah. That, that's an individual thing, and they can review, and they'll get the opportunity to improve on it next week. But that was against everything that they would have been taught for a period of time. That, that was just that they giving the Swans an opportunity. Goal. At least one goal. Even when you realise it was going to be tight, that's yep. another goal. Now, as it turned out, they won, but that was only through sheer luck. Wow. That, that's pretty amazing. Can't believe Buddy didn't kick that goal. I know. It was so <laughs> set up, yep. wasn't it? And he played so well. Yep. He, yep. he had been a magnetic presence. His three first-half goals is... They changed up their dynamic. He worked further up the field. Heaney kicks four in the back half. And it was. It was poised for exactly that kick. He was where you would have wanted him to be. You had to build up too, G. And it, it just <laughs> fed across the face of goal. Delano were desperate to say something, but we cleared the <laughs> it was, path. It was probably the most difficult of the final shots at goal. You two were saying it was set up for Buddy, but in the missed opportunities... But by saying that, the Giants had the same opportunities in the third quarter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hogan, Hogan misses two from pretty yeah. much straight in front, hits the post twice in a row. There was that really wicked bounce. I think it was Lloyd that had that shocking bounce. But the Sydney Swans, to walk away, and it'll hurt even more given they had 17 inside 50s in the last 30 minutes. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Well done to the Giants. From 29 points down, they got to within a point, but no further. The Giants by one. So let, let's have the, the game finishes with the ball in the hands of Toby Green, who flings it to the heavens and shows how much it means. But he's not going to be there next week, and he can't be. The game simply can't allow a player with such a demeanour to bump into an umpire proactively yeah. in the manner that he did to Matt Stevick at three-quarter time. It's a long time since we've seen anything like that. It is you could draw Greg Williams to mind, and it's actually more overt than what Greg Williams did all those years ago. And it's not just a one-week suspension either. Don't fall into anyone who has a debate around Toby Green. This action in the game was just... It's everybody, as soon as you saw it the first time, you went, oh, hell, you simply can't do that. It's got nothing to do with personalities. It's simply the action. And if the game is serious, it will be a multi-week suspension. There doesn't need to be any Toby tax attached to this one, unfortunately. I'm a massive Toby Green fan. I have no, no pleasure in dissecting what he did. But you can't do it. It wasn't aggressive where he was going to hit him. It was just, I'm not moving. And I'm frustrated from a previous action, which happened within the last five minutes, where he got a free kick. Gave the reverse where he did raise the arm to McInerney, I believe that it was, and it was the right decision. It deserved to be a reversal, but you cannot 
do that and it's going to cost them again. Uh, um, really unfortunate. I, I don't know where it fits in a metrics. I'm, my head's not in that space just it, it yet. It won't be a metrics. It'll go He'll straight get sent yeah. to the tribunal. And, and rightly so, Jared. And, and rightly so. And he's so significant. This is not breaking any new ground. He's been the difference when they when he scores. I think it was at four that he kicked tonight, ultimately. was it? Did he finish with four? He did, or he three? Three. three. But it's also the variation that he creates and the headaches and the demand of the opposition's defenders that forces them to do something to... Right, yeah. he, he's going to talk to Luke Hodge, so we'll turn that around for you. So let's start to work through the, the postscript here, the AFL Nation post-match wrap, the Rainbird Smarter Irrigation, the Intelligent Use of Water. So the MEGT Rookie of the Day, your local apprenticeship experts. I've gone with Jake Steen. We had him at uh, halftime. I thought he was really solid. He didn't have the same impact in the second half as he did in the first quarter in particular. But I thought he was solid for a man who's just starting his career. MEGT supporting employers and apprentices for over 40 years. The hanger of the day, hangmytv.com.au, because that's what they do. There ended up being uh, Hickey yes. and Hogan and Heaney, all the H's. I, I want Heaney, just for that last one where he hovered for a little bit longer than anybody else and took that lovely grab and kicked the goal as a result. So as good as those last couple were, particularly from Hickey, brilliant. I mean, he's... He's had a fantastic first year at the Sydney Swans. Been sensational, but I'm going to go with Heaney on that one. The goal of the game for instant windscreens. Broken windscreen, call instant windscreens. One, three, two, triple, four. I'm going to go with Bud. The one with coming where he feigned the, uh, the dribble kick or feigned the straight kick and then went the check side in the... Was that the first quarter or the second quarter? In the first half. I thought that was the best goal of the game. First quarter. First the quarter. Tackle or tackler of the game for Toro for the home ground advantage counts on Toro. I'm going with weighted numbers and George Hewitt had 12, which is a fantastic yeah. performance. So we can have that award today. Toro count on it. Now that... Try Well, we've got a few categories to fix all of this into. So the Bendix Breaks big moment, confidence-stopping Bendix Breaks. Can you have a big breaks moment if it's a missed Absolutely. shot? from? Well, I'm going with that. How about we just loop in six behinds to finish the last 25-odd minutes of that game from the Sydney Swans? Yep. One player you could count on today for one, a beer you can count on. I'm going to war with Luke Parker a- any day of the week. Win, lose, or draw, you know what you're getting from this man. He's a superb leader. He had, he had great numbers, 33 disposals, uh, eight clearances and five tackles, but he is just as honest as the day is long. A sustained performer for Host Plus, we go with you. Uh, I really like Josh Kelly's game. So his numbers have been improving throughout the back half of this year. He's had another 28 disposals. He uses the ball relatively well, can still improve a little bit. Nine clearances and six tackles. So I thought he was a sustained performer. Host Plus, official superannuation partner of the AFL here are the Giants in victory. win their way into a semi-final over in the West against Geelong as they hold off the Sydney Swans by one point. Dal, who is the toughest player for Happy Tints? 
Happy Tent, your home, your office, your car, happytent.com.au. Not always considered the toughest, but I think he's as hard as nails. It's Lockie Whitfield when he got cleaned up by Luke Parker, was exposed, had the ribs opened up. Parker nailed him and gave him his right whack, and Whitfield did not flinch. Hit the deck and then got straight back up, so I thought that was a really tough moment. Unmissable moments for drink-wise. You won't miss a moment if you drink-wise. Isaac Heaney's four second-half mm. goals were really something. Yeah. Really and, something. And John Longmire needs credit for changing that up after halftime. But up the ground a little bit further, Heaney isolated four to the football. We're going to hear from Toby Green here before you do your vote. Stout? Off Channel 7. Oh, we saw you had a collision with the umpire running past. Was that look like your tractor being running towards your teammates and an accidental bit of contact? Oh, I, I don't know what it was. I, I, yeah, it was just in the moment. And um, no, I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't even touch him. I think I was just talking to him about, um, about something in the game. But yeah. Right, you could tell us a total accident. But, mate, how are you feeling now? You're off to the second final. Um, yeah, it was just a big, big recovery week. And uh, I think we're off to Barn Bugle. So chill out on the golf course and um, reload and go against, against Geelong. That's actually quite terrible. That really is quite terrible, trying to excuse it in that way. That has no place in the coverage of the game. This is about respect and actions towards umpires, and Toby Green has strayed clearly the wrong side of that and try to pretend that it is something otherwise on the endorsed and official version of the game on television. That That is, that is really not on. That's, I have a visceral reaction to that. That is no good. Do you think he honestly believes what he just said? Oh, he doesn't. Um, this will be in the hands of the tribunal. And Toby, we won't see Toby Green play again this year. If the game is serious about the respects and the protection that umpires warrant, uh, this is going to be a serious suspension. And there was nothing accidental about it, if you watch it quite clearly. The votes, which will include their stats for safety steel sheds designed to save, built to last. I had Luke Parker with the one vote. He had 33 disposals, eight clearances and five tackles. I thought he was superb. Uh, The two votes I had for Josh Kelly, he was one of many that I could have picked through the midfield for the Giants. He finished with 28 disposals. He had nine clearances, six tackles, six inside 50s. And I couldn't go past Isaac Heaney at the end of the day. His influence, particularly in that second half, 21 disposals. He also kicked four goals, one he had five marks as well. I just thought his performance was exceptional given where they were at halftime in particular and the way that finished up. Nick Del Santo casts the votes after the Giants hold off the Swans by a point. Isaac Heaney, the best on ground. Seventh beats sixth. That's how they were on the ladder for 40 winks. Serious about sleep. Celebrate the sleep event of the year. Sale at 40 winks. Uh, a shout-out for Ringers Western from a Kimberley cattle station to the commentary box, ringersweston.com. How do you want to sum it up? Brilliant football. A lot of questions will come out of this. Maybe more questions than Hutto asked at the start of the day. I don't know what's about to happen. I didn't expect that, Hutto, but I feel like I've got more questions than I had at the start of the day. Well, we're up, the last couple of weeks have just been exceptional football. They're just Couldn't numb, ask for any more. They're numb, the Sydney Swans, just showing them coming off the ground. The headlines are all going to be about Toby, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. No Joey Kennedy, no Callum Mills as well. So they'll play Geelong next week in Perth, and we're yet to find out, uh, of course, uh, who will fill the spots in the other semi-final because it's the first qualifying final, as always, played second, and then the first elimination played fourth. <laughs> well said, Hutto. Tomorrow. Yes. Did, did the better team win? I'm not even sure we know who the better team was no, at the end of that. No, we started not knowing. And... They were the better team for about three quarters. 
and then they were by far the worst team for 30 have, minutes. They should have lost in the end, really. So, 65 yeah. inside 50s to 45 to put up 10 goals, 13 for the Swans. That's going to be a long summer to work yeah, through that. That is a rough way for a season to end for the Swans. The Giants do know how to win finals, and they demonstrate it again. They go on. Adelaide Oval next. It'll be the build-up to Melbourne and the Brisbane Lions. The AFL Nation post-game wrap for Rainbird. Smarter ir- irrigation. The intelligent use of water. That quarter on AFL Nation was for Victoria Police. Victoria Police is recruiting now. Search Police Careers. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.